Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. The following program has been pre-recorded. Thank you for tuning in this weekend to Let's Talk Portland, Odyssey Radio Portland's weekly public affairs program. I'm Gary Bloxham. And on this show, we're going to be talking to one of Oregon's 100 best nonprofits and also one of Oregon's 100 best green workplaces. Let's talk about Also. On the show this time, I would like to welcome Brett Turner. Brett is the CEO of Also, which is Advocates for Life Skills and Opportunity. Hey there, Brett. Welcome to Let's Talk Portland. Thanks, Gary. Happy to be here. So, how about we get started by you telling us what Also is? Also is a nonprofit organization that supports people with intellectual and developmental disabilities. We are headquartered in Portland, Oregon, and uh, we also provide services in Central Oregon as well as Klamath Falls. So kind of all over the state. Correct, yes. Yeah, what's the history of Also? Well, Also started uh, back in, actually a little before 1997 as uh, an organization came from Michigan that started up an aspect of their services in Oregon. And uh, in 1997, uh, the organization branched away from that Michigan-based organization, became its own entity. And uh, we've had a name change over the years. We used to be referred to as Adult Learning Systems of Oregon, which didn't necessarily uh, correlate with the the organization's mission. So about uh, six years ago, we, we moved the organization's name, used the same acronym also to Advocates for Life Skills and Opportunity, and officially made the legal name change just this last year. Oh, that's, that's great. Congratulations on the name change and making Thank it official. You. Tell me about the work that also does. Well, we refer to ourselves as a, a bucket list of services, live, learn, and earn. Our, our history our, at, at the, the organization began as the uh, closure of our state institution called Fairview, where uh, many people that lived in Oregon that had intellectual and developmental disabilities lived uh, prior to um, the, uh, the, the movement to, to, to people in their communities. So um, that be- began in the 90s, um, and uh, again, that's why also... Uh, began from the Michigan-based organization, and then the Oregon, the Oregon nonprofit took over, um, moving people out of Fairview into community housing, um, what we then called group homes. Um, now we call our 24-hour residential services. Um, so anyway, the, the, that uh, service is, is how we started, um, and then 
we began to just listen to people and hear what they they wanted and, and what they asked or how they they wanted to live their best life. And our services evolved, uh, uh, as I shared, to what we call now live, learn, and earn. So 24 residential services, supported living, in-home supports to, to children and their families, um, children's residential services, as well as um, employment services. And then we have um, maybe a bit of a, a more unique model in which we have a gallery located in downtown Troutdale, um, which is both a gallery and a studio all all together where you could purchase artwork and also see artwork being created. Since these changes, uh, well, it, it's been a, a few years, but what kind of changes have you seen over those years? And I'm assuming it, it's better. Yeah, I, um, I've been doing this work for, uh, for over 32 years now. Um, and uh, as I shared, we just listened to people and, and, and hear what, um, how they wanted to live their best life. And essentially what um, kind of the evolution of services, not just in Oregon, but nationally, um, have moved to, to listening to what people want. And, um, and generally what people want is, is individualized services. And so um, kind of moving away from that idea of, of supporting people as groups and, and supporting people as individuals is, is the direction the organization has been moving for, for over a decade and, and why um, we, uh, we have the, the evolution of all the different kinds of services that we offer. And it sounds like you've had some pretty major growth over the last, uh, year or so. Tell me about that. We, yeah, we have. Um, so we, as I shared before, we, we were a Portland, Oregon based organization and, um, and, and have really have just served the tri-county area in the Portland area for, for most of our existence. And about four and a half years ago, we moved into uh, Central Oregon to have uh, an office in Bend. Um, and the need for the, our services have been far greater than we could have imagined. So we, we've evolved our entire bucket list of services in Central Oregon. And then just recently, um, an organization left Oregon, and uh, we were asked to provide some services in Klamath County. And so we took over uh, a fairly significant amount of services um, in Klamath County recently. How have things changed during the pandemic for you guys? Well, I, as a, for everybody, the pandemic has been incredibly challenging. Um, our mission is to support people in their communities. And um, as I'm sure you're aware of, communities look different today than they, they did, um, you know, a year and a half. Oh, yeah. To, uh, nearly almost two years ago. And uh, so anyway, engaging people in their communities has been challenging, um, you know, as as people have been, um, you know, for safety reasons, as many of us have, have stayed home and, and not being as engaged, um, has created lots of, of unique challenges um, for, for all of the employees as well as the people supported by the organization. Yeah, I, can you describe that a little bit more? I would imagine there's some isolation going on, right? It's, I mean, everybody had to be quarantined to a certain degree. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'm not sure if uh, this is commonly known, but um, people with intellectual and developmental disabilities are three times more likely to die of COVID-19 than the average person. Um, and because of that, there's obviously safety measures that have been taken that have to be put in place. And so, um, you know, uh, being engaged in the community has just been more challenging to make sure that, that people are, are, you know, as safe as we possibly could to could help. 
Could you also describe some of your clients to us? Like, tell me about the people you work with. Um, well, it, people with intellectual and developmental disabilities um, can have, uh, you know, that, that could m- mean a number of different things from somebody who experiences cerebral palsy or, or um, maybe on the autism spectrum uh, or anyway, a number of those different things. Um, so as you can imagine, um, somebody that sees the world through a different lens, um, you know, as, as the pandemic has been on uh, hard on all of us, it could, could even be um, more challenging for somebody who, who experiences it through a, a more challenging lens than you or I might. I want to hear more about the services that you offer. You, you, you call it a bucket of services? Tell me about those. Yeah. Yeah, our bucket list of services, live, learn, and earn. Um, and live is, uh, well, is I, I guess, what I call our biggest bucket list because it's where the majority of the people that we support as well as the number of our employees um, are in that bucket list of services. So it includes a number of different things. We have twenty what we call 24 residential programs, um, commonly in our industry known as group homes. But as I shared earlier, the idea of the – and, and uh, the way that we think about supporting people as a group is in for also anyway, is something of the past. So um, individualized services in 24 residential um, settings where, you know, somebody lives at the home, they might have a roommate or two. Um, some of those homes might be staffed um, for, or excuse me, have supports in them for uh, a period of time or 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Um, in the Portland area, uh, we have, um, um, more than two dozen of those locations um, that supports over 60 people. And in Central Oregon, uh, we have four. And in, in Klamath Falls, we have five. And then the uh, supported living model is also included in that bucket list of services. And that uh, that's supporting people in their home. So that could be their family's home. It could be their own home. It could be uh, their own room with a roommate, apartment, or a house, or, or any anyway, number of different living situations. Um, we we provide the the support to the individual. Um, could be two hours a week. It could be twenty four hours a day. It really depends on the the, support, the specific person's need. And then also in that same um, I guess live bucket list of services would be our in home supports. And so that's very similar to um, supported living, and where we provide that support to both children and adults. Um, in their family's home. We're talking today with Brett Turner, CEO of Also, which is Advocates for Life Skills and Opportunity. Brett, I want to ask you about your staff. Tell me about how cool and awesome your staff is. We have incredible um, staff, and we refer to ourselves, just I guess a point of clarity is, uh, we refer to our employees of the organization of Also as advocates. So advocates is not a specific position. It's just all, all, all employees that, uh, that work for also, including me as a CEO, I'm an advocate of the organization, direct support professionals, managers, all the different positions within the organizations. We have um, a little over 350 employees throughout the state. And um, that, uh, that uh, all of our advocates um, have the incredible passion and um, great, um, heart for for the work that they do and i uh, i feel so incredibly lucky to to work with such a an incredibly uh, incredibly talented group of people yeah you got to be a pretty awesome person to work for also absolutely so brett tell me why do you do what you do what 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 uh why do you stick with your organization 
Well, as I shared, uh, my journey doing this work began about a little over 32 years ago, and I had a trajectory um, planned to do something different. I uh, thought I was going to be a firefighter, potentially on my own construction company, other small business. Um, and ultimately, uh, it was the people that I worked with and around that captured my heart and, and why 32 year, two years later that I'm still doing what I'm doing. Um, I, as I said, uh, it's, uh, it's, I feel so incredibly lucky to work with such a, a passionate dedicated, talented group of people, um, and the people that, uh, that we work for and with the people that also supports, um, it's, uh, it's mission work and it provides a sense of purpose to, to show up every day. Um, as you've heard the saying, if you love what you do, you never work a day in your life. I, <laughs> I've had that. I've had that for 32 years now. So I feel quite lucky. That is great. Congratulations on that. Fantastic. Thank you has also been impacted by the workforce hiring shortage? Absolutely. Um, if, you, uh, if you've been in Portland and, and driving around behind a bus, you might see our, our, our work that says a Heart Work Oregon. Um, we've had some, some radio spots as well as some uh, television uh, ad campaigns that, um, that are, help, are essentially trying to address the, the workforce shortage. Um, prior to the pandemic, uh, the, this work was, was, you know, it's not paid to, to what you might expect for what the work is, is asking of people. And, um, and that goes for every position with, across the organization, um, but in particularly the direct support professionals. And then you add the pandemic and then, you know, uh, as people are aware, unemployment benefits and, and then uh, kind of the mass retirement that's happening uh, throughout our nation and just an overall workforce crisis. We've, we've had a recipe for, um, for challenges within organization and, and it's not unique to all. So it's all organizations that provide supports to people uh, for both disabilities as seniors and anybody for that matter that needs support. Um, so yeah, we're, we're hitting it at all angles to, to help address that. And then um, if that wasn't complicated enough, um, people in Oregon probably aware that there was a healthcare mandate, a vaccine mandate that, that occurred, um, but we're in the midst of that, that takes place on October 18th. Um, so that has that added to the complexity and challenges as well. Be great if this pandemic thing just kind of went away pretty soon, right? <laughs> <laughs> Man, boy, I sure wish uh, that that was the case. I'm looking at your website right now, and everybody on the on the homepage has a bright red shirt on that says, "Heart work is my work." That, that's really great. Yeah, that's part of our current campaign um, to help recruit um, to, to people to do this work. Uh, as I've shared with you, um, it, it is an amazing group of talented people. People have asked me for over the years, what what is it that 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 it is that takes it for you know what is special about people that do this work? And um, I would say that it it doesn't require a particular special skill or training or uh, that's something that the organization provides. Um, but the heart piece of it is something that, that somebody would have to come with. I mean, either you have heart to do this kind of work or, or you don't. And that's something that, um, that it very clearly becomes evident as, as somebody becomes employed or, or working with people, um, whether somebody has the heart to do this work or not. If somebody listening right now wants to uh, maybe start a career with also, how do they do that? Well, we have a, uh, a brand new website that just came uh, available called heartworkoregon.com. 
I mean, you certainly could go to our website, also web.org, but Artwork Oregon will take you right to our careers page and uh, allow somebody to apply for a position and it, it lists all of the jobs that are available within the organization on that website. And you have to have a heart. Correct. Have to have a heart. <laughs> a heart to do the work. Everybody has a heart, I guess. If you're if you're still walking around. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> so, uh, also advocates for life skills and opportunity. You are a nonprofit. So, how do you do all this stuff? Being a nonprofit, how do you raise money and make it all work? Well, we the kind of work we do has um, an aspect of funding through through the state, which is actually federally matched, but um, that doesn't pay for the entirety of the services and, and the, the aspects of the, all the things that need to happen to support the people. Um, we do have fundraisers as well as a number of different avenues that um, that we uh, use to, to help kind of offset some of the, the work that, uh, that needs to be done within the organization. And I see a big donate button on your website, so people can donate there too. Yeah, donate at alsoweb.org. We have a, um, a unique opportunity right now where we're looking for volunteers. Um, we're partnered with the Moda Center to, um, to to do some work within their concession stands, as well as that an aspect of that comes with um, a donation of, of cans and bottles from the Moda Center. So we're, we're always looking for volunteers to help sort some of those cans and bottles, as well as work um, and, and volunteer at the, at the concession stands. Uh, as an avenue to help support the organization and and, and get some needed revenue for um, for its support for its for its supports. Are you finding it difficult to find work for the people that you work with for your clients? Um, no, so I, you know I didn't touch on that actually. I'm glad you mentioned that. So an aspect of our our services and, and employment, um, and this is something that is. Um, deep in my heart and I, I care deeply about not that any service is more important than the other but having done this work for 32 years um gary i'm sure that you tell people pretty quickly that you that you do a podcast and all, a number of things that you do and maybe share about your family um and i you know i i'm very proud of of being a ceo of an organization that supports people with disabilities many of the people that have been supported by also as well as other organizations and, and people who experience disabilities haven't had that same recognition um, as you and I do. And so it has been part of my passion to make sure that we um, provide that for, for people with disabilities and, um, and whatever that might be and, and whatever career path they decide that they have an identity of this is who I am because this is what I do whether they work, you know, at a number of businesses that might be recognizable or career paths. Um, <clears throat> so going back to answer your actual question, because of the job market, it actually has been um, maybe a little less challenging than it has been in years past in terms of helping uh, people find their, their dream job or, or career paths. Well, that's good news. Yeah, that is, one, that is <laughs> I will say, one aspect of, this whole process that has been um, has, has been great. However, finding the people to help support them in those jobs has, has continued to be a challenge. How do you find job placement? Where where how do you do that? So we have um, job uh, career advisors that um, that work in our different locations that work you know with businesses and associations and, and other entities that that you know it's all it generally comes through relations, but. Sometimes it's just, you know, a, a person with a disability comes to us and said, this is what I want to do, or through 
career explorations uh, determine that this is what we want to do. And it could be just, you know, um, like, like you or I would uh, decide to go and apply for this job. Sometimes it's it's just just that or another and uh, other opportunities might exist where, you know, we have a relationship with a business or, you know, a, a certain particular job. Um, but sometimes somebody gets to, to try out before they actually get, you know, fully hired. Um, so it's, it's a bit of both. It's both um, through relationships as well as um, just kind of the old fashioned, you know, look, look through. Um, Indeed or or Craigslist or all those different avenues to find out who's hiring and what jobs are available. Having a job and and a job well done really gives you such a sense of pride. Do you find that with the with the people that you work with? Absolutely, um, and maybe a, a bit of a, a unique situation that happens that maybe um, businesses or other people might not be aware of is uh, it more often than not the the culture of a business or an organization might change because of a person with disabilities working there. And, um, uh, these aren't, these aren't charity jobs. These are, these are jobs that people are doing to fulfill, um, an aspect of, of what the business or company needs. And, um, and sometimes, uh, the people that also supports that, that help, um, that, and that we support in, in supporting them within their job, um, they, they can be so efficient and so great at it that they actually change the culture of the company or business. I, I can countless stories of, of times where that's happened. That's awesome. How cool is that? We're talking today with Brett Turner, CEO of Also, which is Advocates for Life Skills and Opportunity. Brett, I think uh, now I want to ask you uh, about the future. What's, what's the future vision of what inclusive communities look like? Well, I, great question, and it's something that, uh, again, I'm deeply passionate about. Um, as I uh, as I started my career as a direct support professional uh, many years ago, uh, taking people to the store and to, to, to appointments and, and, and a number of different ways that we were engaging people in other communities, um, I have I've been witness to to shaming and, and some really um, really unpleasant experiences and interactions with. Um, with people, and I'm I'm glad to say, you know, 30 years later, that that we've come a long ways, but not not long enough. We we still have a long ways to go. Um, people who uh, experience intellectual and developmental disabilities, like everyone, should be participating and engaged members of our communities. And um, I'm I'm like I said, I'm really excited about where we've come, but I'm also even more excited about where we're headed. And and that um, that people are working and communicating and friends and and connected with all of the same communities that you and I are connected with. That's great. That's really encouraging. What are also his current needs? Well, our number one need um, is to to find more employees, or as I shared earlier, advocates for the organization. With um, there is no shortage of people that need supports. Um, throughout our communities in Oregon, all throughout Oregon, Portland, Central Oregon, e- everywhere within our entire state. Um, but we have to say no more often than we say yes because of, of one thing, and we just simply don't have the number of employees to, to do the work, the support work. And so um, finding finding employees that want to do this work and um, and be a part of, of the ALSO team is, is really our most significant challenge. And you say you provide a lot of the training and skills needed to to work with you, right? Correct. That's great. So you you can just kind of 
get on if you've if you've got the heart, like you say, you can learn all about it. Just getting on the staff of also. Yeah, and I, um, as I shared with you, the uh, I had a different trajectory. I'm at, I had plans to do other things in my career, and I certainly wasn't on my radar of supporting people with intellectual and development disabilities. Nor did I ever thought I might be a CEO of an organization that um, that did that work. But um, and I, I just I have a belief that, and there's so many people that work and have worked through through also in many organizations like also over the years that also had that same path that didn't realize it, and that um, um, and 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 so just to, to give it a try and and apply and 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 to try it out the you might be surprised at, at what it gives back to you. Yeah. Brett, in the last little bit we have here, I want to ask you, how do you inspire others to keep going while keeping yourself inspired around what your organization is doing? How do you do that? Well, as I, in my 32 years, we have certainly been through a lot. This, this particular situation and this pandemic has obviously been nothing like anybody ever could have imagined. <laughs> Um, but just, you know, being positive and staying strong and knowing we're going to get through it. And, um, and the people that we support are our inspiration each and every day, um, to, to, to be here and show up and, and just, um, and, and I'm so excited about getting people more engaged in our communities, um, and, and just helping people to, to be a part of that. And how about you give out the websites one more time so people can find you? Yeah. So our webs are, our, our the organization's website is alsoweb.org to learn a little bit more about also. And to apply for a position, you can go to heartworkorgan.com. Great. Brett, thank you for this information today. It's been really fun to chat with you. Great. I appreciate it. And it was great to chat with you as well, Gary. We've been talking today with Brett Turner, CEO of Also. Thanks again. If you'd like to hear this interview again, just search for Let's Talk Portland on the Odyssey app. Let's Talk Portland is an Odyssey Portland public affairs program. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.